0: <coughs> about that, I so, said. You were coming in today. <coughs> excuse me. Odell was the first one that got me. Excuse me. And then, and then Brother Thomas, and then, then Lowey broke my heart. She's like, "You finally got a haircut, you big hippie." And uh, so, <coughs> so I appreciate it. Those of you who called me Dobie Gillis last week with my mullet, and uh, and all those of you who don't know who that is Shaggy and Scooby. Uh, I think that's probably appropriate anyway. Thank you. Thank you so much. None of them said anything like that to me, uh, so I'm just having a little fun. But uh, anyway, it's uh, when you when you got as little hair as I do, man, it hurts my feelings to pay for it to be cut. I feel like if I got just a really tough washcloth, I could give myself a good haircut. But but anyway, so thank you, thank you so much for that. As you open your Bible this morning, Ephesians 6. Hopefully, as you came in, you got a handout. There's some good. Uh, some notes there. Those of you like to do that. If you're more digital, the notes are online. hardenedvalleychurch.com app App, uh, iOS or Android, you can do it. Just click on notes. You'll see what's there, and you can uh, you can fill you can uh, fill that in. I have a little bit of a question as we get going. Uh, theoretically, Lord willing, theoretically, uh, Henry will preach next Sunday. I'll preach on. Excuse me, Lord willing, I'll be preaching on our vision Sunday. That's the 29th. And, uh, and then the Sunday after that is, uh, is Andrea's birthday, so I better say something sweet about my wife and uh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. It'll be a short sermon. And uh, so I'll be the fifth. <coughs> and the Lord doesn't change my mind. We will probably finally, uh, ever how many decades later, uh, be done with the book of Ephesians. So uh, I know some of you don't believe that. Uh, like you know, uh, you know. But anyway, maybe, maybe we'll be done. <laughs> and uh, that's the plan. That's the plan, and we'll uh, we'll do that. And I wrapped it up. My question is pretty simple. Anybody have a Christmas gift or around Christmas gift that you need to exchange, and you hadn't taken it to the store, or sent it back, sent it back, uh, or mailed it back to the company? Anybody, you got something you still need to exchange? Hanging out. Maybe not from this Christmas. Maybe from last Christmas anybody got something you still need to exchange we are the only behind people in the whole crowd i bunch of would you just throw it away is that what you do okay uh anybody <laughs> anybody anybody rode around in your car for a week or two anybody like that rode around Amen. a few of you we're the only pra- uh we're the only people in here who are procrastinators under uh how many of you i mean if you can't raise your hand because you're too ashamed you're just too ashamed to raise your hand All right um we're going to talk about some things maybe that'll help you today and uh, give you give you some insight into what's going on and i want to give you some keys to victory I really do talk about the armor of god if you're willing and able stand one more time to read god's word together a lot i want to say a lot i want to do some of you are already kind of sleepy you'll stay awake on purpose and uh and that'll that'll help us out immensely verse 10 finally my brethren be strong in the lord the power of his might verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Contrary to the newspapers, the news media, cable news, AM radio stations, my people are and can be either a brother or a prospect. I wrestle particularly against what principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of the world, the wickedness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Wrestling is a term of hand-to-hand combat. If you got saved thinking your life would be easier and followed Christ, I offer you verse number 12. You've just entered into a battle <coughs> that is raging. Verse 13, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. That's 11 and 13. You may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Verse 14, stand therefore. Three clauses, three verbs. Stand having your belly, your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness your feet shod preparation of the gospel of peace, taking the shield of faith, excuse me, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. How you can live victoriously. Would you pray with me, Father, front to back, left to right, speak to hearts. Lord, as you've been working on me these past weeks, I pray that I deliver what you've laid here, and Lord, uh, I pray in particular that you would help us, help us to know the truth and love the truth, and more than that, I pray we would be faithful warriors for you. And I ask all this in your son's precious name, and amen. You can be seated, be seated. A few weeks ago, we suggested to you, and reminded you, that one of the things that you and I can do, you and I can do is, is wear the belt of truth, and I suggested that the belt of truth, that truth's got to be learned and truth's got to be lived. You can appreciate it, but it doesn't do any good until you live, you live the truth. If you think breathing is required for life, you're going to breathe. If you think you need to eat, you're going you're to make sure you take in the right kind of things, right kind of caloric content. Truth's got to be learned, gotta be lived. Anybody here, anybody here ever said it, heard somebody say, Well, I've got my truth and you got your truth? Remember what I said. Anybody says that to them, take a two by four, they'll quit saying that. Uh, and we live in a world where reality is not objective and and these kind of things and you've got to do that and you can go back and listen to that message I contend that the, that this decade in particular we're going to see more and more into focus the idea of truth and the whole the whole concept of it being attacked being attacked if you don't pay attention to that if you hadn't paid attention to that you just watch the battle going on boards of education all across the United States and Canada as young people are being told that, that everything is amorphous and everything can be whatever it is, it was an article put out by a publication that knew better that said you can just manifest things. If you think good things are going to happen to you, then everything everything is going to work out. You can think everything good is going to happen to you, but you're in a barrel headed over Niagara Falls. You're about to get wet. And I don't care what you're manifesting here, and we must be girded up with the belt of truth. And then, so with all that in mind, what does it mean? What does it mean to put on armor? Depending on generationally military <coughs> and and warriors and soldiers has a, has a bad connotation. For years in the church, people are like, you know, I may never march in the infantry, I may never ride the cavalry, but I may never uh, soar or or the enemy. But I'm in the Lord's army. And then somebody said, you know, we shouldn't teach people to we shouldn't teach people to be soldiers for the Lord. And um, and there's the, these nationalistic groups that are kind of nutty that make it on CNN for some reason. But but I would just suggest to you that you are in a spiritual war. You are in a spiritual battle. Uh, you're, you're in a battle with the person in the mirror sometimes, right? Anybody here ever struggle with the person in the mirror? And uh, you want to do what's right, and the person in the mirror is going, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and you struggle with temptation. And you struggle with you struggle with doing the things you ought to do. You struggle with the routines and the systems. We talk about having your devotions. You're reading your Bible. And you're like, well, that's a good idea. And uh, and I'll start tomorrow. And tomorrow just never comes, never comes. And so we we struggle with this. So I want to help you. I want to help you. So I've I've asked. I've asked. I've gotten little response. I'll ask one more one more thing. Maybe I can get a little more response. How I many of you'd like to in 2023 be victorious? You'd like to live. A, a, a victorious Christian life you'd like to see more victory than defeat you'd like to you'd like to be able to hold your head high you would more more to rejoice over and less to be ashamed over anybody that sound like a good 2023 that beats a diet plan amen <laughs> uh that beats cleaning out the closet that I mean all those kind of things there's those so I want to help you if I could do this guarantee it would work guarantee it worked work. And that's exactly what the scriptures tell us there. So let me give you a couple of things that will help you, help you out. If you're with me, say amen. Here we go. From the text. Number one, followers of Jesus have real enemies and they fight in a real war. They have real enemies fighting a real war, w- real war. <coughs> Every now and then somebody says, you know, what, well, our, our church is a, or, uh, or you, you just don't do very hard preaching. Uh, 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 someone say it kind of backhandedly or they'll do it poking me because they know it bothers me. And I go, you know, I want you to meet the people who think I'm a Neanderthal. Uh, you know, Jesus, Jesus is going to work everything out and all these kind of things. Again, read the text here. Stand, stand, stand. You wrestle not against flesh and blood. You have real and I have real enemies and we fight in a real war. If you go back up a verse or two, he talks about principalities and powers. There's a supernatural empire. That exists. There's a hierarchy there of the fallen angels, and they are arrayed against against you and I. I, I think I, I say, you say, do you think the devil knows your name? I don't think the devil's ever heard of me. I don't think some of his minions ever heard of it. I, I think I get myself in enough trouble I don't even get on the radar sometimes because nobody needs to bother me, because I take care of most problems that I have, because I'm I'm so lackadaisical and I don't worship like I'm supposed to, and all these kind of things. But I do believe, I absolutely believe. <coughs> Excuse me, that there is this hierarchy, and there are these, there are these who are out there. That's why one reason why we were so careful as our kids are growing up, be real careful what they watched on TV. I didn't want to normalize that which was evil, and I didn't want to glorify that, glorify that which was wicked. Was wicked why? Because they we are arrayed in battle against those people, and he says we're to do that, and we're, we're to stand, we're to stand. You're fighting a real war. i think I gave you the blanks there in my mind in my opinion there are three real dangers here three real dangers number one there's the danger there's the danger of desertion there's the danger of desertion <coughs> i've told andrea i've said it here a couple times every time i say it i feel like i get misunderstood i uh, man we are a comeback church uh, that is the sense uh gotten down real low and uh, didn't know uh, jo- Bobby joy bob were helping me i showed you that i showed you that uh, paper right showed you that paper <laughs> Uh, at one point, at one point for the for the campus, for the campus, uh, we had seven hundred and fifty-six dollars in the account. In the account, I'd done such a good job of leading the church, we were almost bankrupt uh, after we first got here. And uh, and uh, you, by the way, you guys gave over thirty thousand dollars to missions in 2022. And uh, and uh, and you can't say that's any in my leadership because I almost took us, I almost buried us. So you, <coughs> so. So it, it 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 isn't true, it not true. Desertion. I told them through that whole process. I don't, man. Folks leave. Folks leave. I, you know, we you know we got a low ceiling. Uh, we we don't have an accompanist. Uh, we don't have a we don't have a guy strumming a guitar. <coughs> we don't have somebody on saxophone. Um, you know, we hadn't figured out how to put the choir together and all these kind of things. We we there's a lot of things we don't have. A lot of things we don't have. Again, just as a comeback church, I understand somebody somebody went somewhere I get that. I get that. Or they wish I wore a robe. Or they don't like I wear a tie. I, you know, whatever those particulars. But what what kills me? What kills me is man when people are just done. Man, they don't worship the Lord anymore. They're just out. They're just out. It isn't that they quit this church, man. They just they just quit God. They just quit God, and they they've run off. How many of you know somebody guilty of desertion? Guilty of desertion. There's a danger in the battle that you guilty of observing. There's a danger in battle that you're guilty of dereliction, dereliction. I understand as you get older, you have health needs and things like that, the things you used to do you can't do now. I'm not throwing any rocks at you, but some of you, man, you used to be fired up on, sold out for Jesus, and, and now, and, and now you just kind of observe, man. Get in the game. Don't don't work, Don't be derelict in your duty. Jump in. Jump in. My wife and I, uh, uh, you know, we've got uh, some young people here, some folks expecting all these kind of things. And that's My wife and I played this game when one of the babies would cry. Your turn. Anybody, anybody, who, young children or you, you babies, had, your turn. Your turn. And my wife and I tried to have selective deafness. If one dared to speak to the other, real still, and uh, and I'm going to go. I know you can hear me. How many of you? That's the last thing you want to hear is your wife mad at three in the morning. I know you can hear me. So it is your turn. It is your turn. You're going to get up. I, I got to go to work. I got to go to work. I got to work. And uh, well, she's a girl. She'll do better with you. Do better with you. You will get out of this bed. Uh, right now, right now. Every now and then we one of us get up, go in there and fall asleep with the baby before we change the baby. Change the baby. The baby's still crying, have to go in there and wake up the other one in the rocking chair, change the baby. It was a it was a it was a whole it was a whole thing. Man, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. I encourage you, man, to be involved, be engaged, be engaged, don't be dare. I think there's a third one there, and that's dishonor. That's dishonor. <coughs> dishonor. Uh Thursday morning of the group <laughs> Bill was talking about a guy he met at work, a guy he met at work, and he was saying all this kind of crazy stuff and all these kind of things, but he said he knew the Lord. <laughs> Bill said, maybe you ought not to tell people you know the Lord if you're going to act that way. Act that way. We've got T-shirts, and we'll have new ones with the new logo and all that kind of stuff on it for the end of the month. But I'll say the same thing then. Man, don't go wear it out. Don't go wear it outside, man. If you're going to be dropping F-bombs, you know, with a white claw in your hand and talking about all this crazy myth, don't dishonor the Lord that way. By the way, if you still believe that's the way a Christian shouldn't act, would you say amen? Amen. Live differently. Live differently. Don't dishonor him. Don't dishonor him. People have asked me, what's your, man, my, my deal is, man, I want to finish my race with joy. I want to honor the Lord whatever time he's got left with me. I want to be a hard worker at work. I want to be a good family. I want to be a good husband. I want to do those things. I don't want to dishonor the Lord. Why? Because I'm in a battle. And there's dangers there. Don't be a deserter. Don't be derelict in your duty. Don't dishonor. By the way, by the way, if you, if you Google long enough, you find somebody to agree with you. Anybody, anybody figure that out? Anybody ever been looking for something, a way to fix something, and you found the wrong way to do it, and then it had a whole bunch of views? And you did it, and you're like, well, this just made a mess. It's absolutely, absolutely, positively made a mess. For a while there, we, we were first, uh, uh, kids were along because it was we were past AOL, so whatever, whatever, mid, early, uh, middle 2000s, 2005, 2000, something like that. <laughs> Andre would say, I found this recipe. Allison was old enough to go. And, uh, and she'd be experimenting on us. And she'd say, a lot of people said it was really good. Who are these people? Who are these people? Do I know these people? Uh, are these people from overseas? Are these people skinny people who eat tofu? Who are these people? Who are these people? And, and she would do that, and she would do that, and, and Allison and I would look at each other. If we wanted something, we wanted something to never see it again, we'd say, man, that was really good. And Andre would take it off the list. And that was our joke with Andre, you know. If we said it was really good, we never saw it again. So lots of casseroles and some other things, it's just in the mind of God now. It's never it's never it's never never been there. If you do that you'll find enough confirmation bias. You go, Well, you know, you know, I just you know, I just don't I just don't Christians Christians ought not to be generous to the Lord. You can Google long enough and find something, but you'll find something that disagrees with the scripture. Well, I don't think I ought to I'll have to live holy. Again, you can Google far enough and long enough and find something. I don't think my wife and I ought to pray together. I don't think I should have to read the Bible. Or I just suspect her. You can find anything to fit and confirm the bias that you're after. But it's not what I can Google and find to agree with me, it's what does the scripture say? And there are three dangers that are there. Three dangers. You have real enemies. You're fighting a real war. Number two. (coughs) Number two. got to obey the commander. you got to obey the commander. Obey the commander. The verse we've been learning, it's his church. He's the one to have the preeminence. It's his church. He's the one to have the preeminence. He's the one in your life. One of the things you ought to pray every day, if you want to write this down, Lord, help me to do what you want me to do today. Help me to do that. He gives three commands there. He says, stand, stand, stand goofiest thing's ever been said. Well, that's, you know, I think and I feel. let me help you. If you think and you feel, and you're talking about the difference between mauve and chartreuse, then that's fine. You can think and you can feel. You think and you can feel. If you think a meatloaf can be improved with a different kind of breadcrumb, then you're entitled to your opinion. There is no good meatloaf. Man, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Andrew lost if I messed. There's some things, man. It doesn't matter what you think or what you feel. So I just don't think. I just don't think God would do this. Again, it's not what you think. So what does the Bible say? Well, I just don't feel. Like, you know, it's not how we feel. And again, it's great when our feelings get on the same page. Everybody okay with me? It's great. But man, I gotta read. I'm gonna read my Bible whether I feel like it or not. Truth of the matter is, 365 days. Man, the times when I really feel like man, I'm enthused and excited. Man, I just need to do it. It's what I have to do. I've got to stand. I got to put on the belt of truth. Man, to slow down and bow my head and talk to Jesus and pray. I may not feel like doing it. One of the best things a guy gave me a book. I just we hadn't been married too long. Called "Love Is a Decision" by a guy named Gary Smalley. Love can be a feeling, can be all these things, but love is a decision. You want to stay married, have a good marriage, stay in a relationship, find all those things you understand. And you're my man. You have made the decision and the commitment to do this. And as a soldier of the Lord, I get to do what? I am to obey my commander. And then he says, you're going to do that, you got to put on the armor. you got to put on the armor. Put on the armor. He lists the armor for us. Are you still there in Ephesians 6 with me? Say amen. Look there in Ephesians 6. He says the belt of truth. Again, I refer you back to a few weeks ago. He says the breastplate of righteousness, the boots of peace, shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, and the weapon of all prayer. Lord willing, we're gonna talk about all prayer on vision <coughs> on vision Sunday. So let me let me lay a few of these out there for us. Let me lay a few of these out. He says, he says the breastplate of righteousness, breastplate likes This would have been a piece of leather. Sometimes it would have been bronze, maybe chain mail. Again, there's some arguing about the, the links and those kind of things there where that was a little more modern. It would be the front and the back, basically from his neck to his thighs. Why? Because you can get shot or you can get stabbed in the leg and you can get stabbed in an arm again. I know there's some places you don't want to be stabbed at all. But, but by and large, the same reason law officers and soldiers, or excuse me, military now, when they wear armor, they're typically protecting their chest because those are the vital organ. No soldier would consider stepping into battle without it. This is the, just like the truth is received from the Lord, the righteousness is from the Lord. This is Romans three twenty three. the righteousness of God through faith. You don't want to be in the battle without God giving you his righteousness and not what you've earned, not what you deserve, what's been offered to you. It's an essential thing. I find folks, man, and they wonder why they're defeated all the time. It's because they never asked Christ to save them from their sins. They've never followed him. They've never received the breastplate of righteousness. And by the way, when you try and do your own thing and do your own works and all this kind of stuff, man, it just goes terribly. It just goes absolutely positively terribly. I was driving around the other day. And, man the tires were slick and, and, and I knew they were new enough it shouldn't be that way and and, uh, <coughs> and then just the, truck, the trucks vibrating and all and, and I pulled out I got a, I got one of these uh, digital uh, tire uh, air pressure checker things and you put the batteries in there and anyway because you know the other way is just too hard you know pfft, you know anyway so I, I got it as a gift and I pulled it out of the box and, and I used it and all four tires were, were low I mean low low Lolo, and so I filled up the tires, filled up the tires, drove it. Man, it drove, it drove, drove great. I quit slipping. I quit doing these kind of things. Quit, you know. I'd go off with coffee. I'd come back with a latte. it will get all frappe uh, up and all, and and everything. And everything is good. Everything is good there. When it worked like it was supposed to. It's the breastplate of righteousness. There's the boots of peace, or the boot shed of the gospel there. <coughs> it's a word, C A uh, transliterated C A L I G A E, caligae. Uh, it's the idea. It's the idea of these heavy lace-up sandals. They would be about three quarters of an inch thick. They would be studded with hollow hobnails, much like some soldiers and ball baseball players now and football players have the cleats. And then they would take the leather straps, and they would be all the way up to the past their shin. In cold weather, they'd stuff them with fur, excuse me, fur or wool. And they were for hand-to-hand combat, hand-to-hand combat. Ephesians chapter 2, we have the peace that comes from God. When I'm in the battle, I need to know that everything's right between me and the Lord. You will put on, you know, one of the quickest ways you can put the armor on is you come confess sin. And you can get right with God when you know everything's right between you and the Savior, but when you're hiding things, when you're being hypocritical, when you're putting on, when, when, when things are not right, excuse me, when, you, when, 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 when you're getting drunk and booze and pills and cheating and, and the porn and all those kind of things, man, you have slippery feet. Man, you need to know that everything is right between you and the Savior. He says the shield of faith. Put it on the shield of faith. Here we go. Put on the shield of faith. Typically, there's, there's again a good bit of disagreement. Again, it's just as you move a little more modern. <coughs> you know, the little, little crest-shaped shield uh, may have been some of those. The round shield, but but it was a pretty much a, a big deal. And uh, a lot closer, lot closer to a half a sheet of plywood kind of a thing. And uh, and it would be soaked typically in water. Sometimes uh, skins. Animal skins would be stretched over it and they would be so quiet Because the folks would dip their arrows in pitch and they'd shoot them while they're on fire. And if you hit just the wooden shield, it just set it on fire, and all of a sudden you 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 got two problems to deal with. If it was an iron kind of thing, then you might would have a shield bearer, an armor bearer, or 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 both. Both. You might have one if it was wooden shield and it was too heavy, and the whole job was defense. Again, depending on where you look at, especially the Roman history, as they continue to advance in modern warfare. When the devil takes aim at you, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Faith. When the devil takes aim at you and you get an arrow and discouragement and all, (coughs) God has provided me his peace. Romans chapter 5, there is no more condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. The more I know about the Lord, the more I have to defend with. The more I know about the Lord, the more faithful I am to him. One writer put it like that. The barrage of flaming arrows of the evil one we experience in the Christian life can take many forms. Temptation, doubt, anger, frustration, pride, despair, fear, guilt, shame, confusion, deception, discouragement, depression, hopelessness, greed, lust, presumption, stubbornness, laziness, suspicion, jealousy, hate, wrath, discord, conflict, and on and on. By the way, how many of you that sounded just like your last week? You can take up the shield of faith. Through faith, we see our circumstances from God's perspective. We trust him in trials and temptation. We can stand firm knowing that the commander-in-chief will see us through. Lord, I trust you in spite of my setbacks, in spite of my attacks, in spite of all that's going on. I trust that you are greater than all of these. God, help me guard my eyes and my tongue, my hands and my feet. This is the helmet of salvation. And you go, man, you know, what? if I really was saved, I wouldn't do this. If I really knew Jesus well, you know a guy down the street says I got to do this I got to bark like a dog and howl out the moon To know that you know that you're belong to him And that's that's some protection right there to understand what the Bible says My pastor used to say it like this preaching through first John. No, 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 no The Bible Jesus not interested. You have a hope so salvation, but a no so salvation and you can know that you belong to him. Wednesday night, uh, for, before, Wednesday night we, we tried to really harp on those four things that ought to be true to every person who's come to Christ. These four evidences ought to be there. For, for you, uh, four things that are in commonality to that. And that helmet of salvation, why? Because if we get wounded in our mind, and we're in a mess. We struggle. I belong to him and he belongs to me. He has saved me. Oh, wonderful Savior. All of these things, all things are coming on, coming out. By the way, you want to see folks dropping like flies? You, again, you just Google a couple of words. The deconstruction tornado that's coming through. Rhett and Link, you know, the two YouTube guys came out and basically said, you know, we're just dumb and morons forever believing in all these kind of things. And they're actively trying to encourage, particularly young people, man, to walk away from the faith and all. Remember what I said, desertion and Dereliction. <coughs> excuse me, in dishonor, may I encourage you as well when the da- when the things of things of doubt come at you. One of the reasons we use the curriculum we use with young people, one of the things we do on Wednesday night now with the middle school and elementary and high school class, or excuse me, middle school and high school class, is we're trying to encourage them. Yeah, and you can love God with all your mind, all your mind. One of the groups before Christmas, they walk through again. Why well, does the Bible really say, how does this work? How does this work? Does the Christmas story hold up? What about a virgin conceiving? What about the prophecies being fulfilled? Why? Because the people are going after our minds, and we need to put on the helmet of salvation. Then he says the sword of the Spirit. Sword of the Spirit. We're spirit. This is where we get to be be skilled. Got to be skilled with the armor. (coughs) I joke joke about this, but it's not really a joke. It's really true. I did something the other day I was so proud of. I made one trip to Lowe's. Not two, not three. I made one trip. I actually bought the right thing, and I didn't break it or mess it up once I got it home. Got home. I built an altar there. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. And, uh, man, man. Some of us are so lousy that we just give up, right? We just give up. It's worth $75 to pay somebody to do that so I can... Not have a bad afternoon, or a bad day, or not get to know the reception, or get to know the people at Home Depot on a first-name basis. I mean, I mean, d- this is how it is. This is how it is. It's just, oh man, it's just. <coughs> I, uh, I got, I got doing something. I, I'll, I'll leave the story because of time. I got to in the, the day, and I got too far in, and my pride kicked in. Anybody had that happen? you you're too far down the rabbit hole. And If you bring somebody in now, they not only got to fix it, but you got to admit, I made this mess. It wasn't this bad when I started. I have I have completely destroyed this. Completely destroyed this. And, and I'm here, and man, I'm I'm going at it. And I'm I'm just in. And I finally, you know, 45 minutes longer than I thought. <coughs> got it got it back together some of you wonder what's going on you forgot the rest of the sermon I shouldn't have done this anyway, and, and, and I'm there and, and I'm there and I'm like, why? Why did this ask for help? I know so-and-so is better at this in fact I, kn- I, I, I thought of three people immediately who could have done it in five minutes or told me on the phone how to do it They could have sent me a picture of how to do it. They could have told me how not to do it By the way, I know six ways not to do what I was doing um, And uh, and I know that a tool I have is not the right tool for the job you got to get good at this. <coughs> if, 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 if all this is is a decoration on a bookshelf, you, you, you're not, not going to be very good with your weapon. If all this is is an app on your phone, you're not going to be very good with your weapon. Why? Because he says, take the sword of the Spirit. Take the sword of the Spirit. Usually the word we use for, for Bible, or the word rather, uh, Bible is Biblos, but anyway, is, is Logos. Logos is the idea of the content. In other words, this is the whole picture here. So the idea like of a document here But the word Ramah. rhema there is the idea of something that was skilled Something was skilled in fact if you look at the word sword He doesn't use the word for long sword He uses the word basically for the small sword or the scabbard kind of a thing It'd be the difference of some of some of you talking about talking about a long sword that you're unfamiliar with versus a machete That you use to chop weeds out there with it's the idea of something you're good at you're good at for, for my generation, every man, every man carried a pocket knife. Many folks, it was a case pocket knife. They could get it. They could flip it out. They did it. They had a whetstone at home. They kept it sharp. It was their tool. It was their tool. If you were my dad, you used use it as a screwdriver and a can opener and a pry bar and all kinds of things. you break one, go buy another one because you were good at using that tool. You and I need to be good at using and learning the Scripture. That's why we emphasize memorization. Not because I got a background as a teacher, it's because I believe that the Word you need to get in the Word, you need to get the Word in you. I believe you want to be transformed, man. You got to get in the Scripture. You can take that, you can take our book, you can spend some time in it, you can work on the verses through the week, you can read them over and over, and ask God to help you to do that. By the way, you what you'll figure out is when you're discouraged, God will pop that verse back to mind. Holy Spirit will. <coughs> When you need to talk to someone, gotta bring back the right word to say as you have the word that's in you, as you meditate. Again, I, I'm, I'm all for being quiet before the Lord, but, but I'm not sitting there supposed to be alone with my thoughts. I'm meditating and being quiet so that I can remember the things that God has put in there from the word of God. And so I want to encourage you. And you got to do this. By the way, we see weak and powerless Christians because they've not been in the word and the word's not gotten in them. And get in the word. Read the Word. We've got giving plans, uh, uh, reading plans out there. Excuse me, reading plans out there. (coughs) There's things online that you can look at. We've got some things picked out for you. If you're more digital, if you're younger, more digital, whatever, you want to do that, make sure you understand that. Why? Because the Scripture never intends for you to walk through life defeated. Just not. You write the last thing down, I'm done. The armor works. I mean, it always works. It always works. Doesn't mean you're not in a battle. He tells you're going you're in a battle. We've we have we have equated cessation of hostility to to victory. You know, you may have victory in the middle of a big fight. By the way, if you stand for what's right and you stand for biblical the biblical truth, you stand for the fact that Jesus is the way, the truth, and life, there's only one way to be saved, it's not by works. <coughs> if you if you if you contend for that, you'll have enough. Going on if you say there's things that are right and things that are wrong Man, you're just picking a fight you're in it whether you want to admit it or not You can compromise you can be derelict You can be a deserter or you can dishonor none of those are options for the follower of christ We are not to do that. We are to follow him. We're to take a stand We're to go forward and we're to get good at the reign of the word One of the reasons the ladies are invited to meet today at three and they'll have they'll be in the scripture And they'll be doing that why because we've got to get good at using the weapons that god has given us to do Fellowship's great, and having food's great. And hanging out with Terry, I'm assuming is amazing. never been invited because uh, I'm not a lady, and uh, it's okay. I get some leftovers, and uh, and uh, those kind of things. Man, we, we have that. <coughs> We've got Sarah, Thursday morning at 7 a.m. <coughs> We've got Saturday morning at 8 9 a.m. <coughs> for different groups. we got uh, Wednesday night at 6. We've got all kinds of things going on. The young people at 6 o'clock on Wednesday night, we've got these things because you got to get in the Scripture. You want to have a better marriage? Put on the armor of God. You'll be a better employee? Put on the armor of God. You want to go through life uh, victorious, not defeated? He says, take a stand, put on the armor of God. Why? Wow, you'll be withstanding the wiles, schemes of the devil, having done all to stand. Bruised, broken, bruised and bleeding. Tired and exhausted, but to be able to stand in front of my Savior going. Thank you for helping me. I've honored you today. I've honored you this week. I've honored you my family. I've honored you at work. I was able to stand and honor you, Lord Christ. And use one of the weapons, I think there are two, which is the scripture. My challenge to you today is, how good are you at using the armor God. Don't go through life without it. Don't be misdressed or undressed when you're in the fight, in the battle. Learn the word. Get in the word and use the word and apply the word. Pray with me right now. Our heads are bowed just for a second. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. And all our guests that are here, at our church, we give opportunity to respond. Some folks come, they pray for family and friends, they have different needs. Some come and praise, and uh, as they feel the need, sometimes it's just the direct result of the service, and and, uh, and we we.